Yeah. Yo. Good people is going down, man. It's your boy Marvin Lattimore. Uni Francis. And this is Welcome to My Hood Film. Uni was cracking, man. Hey, man, how you been? It's been a while. I'm all right, man. It's been good, man. We in November, man. Late November is, is uh, Trump loss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I didn't want to say that to date the, to, to date the podcast. But okay, you already said it. Yeah, he lost. I mean, it, they ain't really dating him. You think about it. Yeah. This is our Thanksgiving episode. It is Thanksgiving. It's coming. Don't up. tell those people like, in DC. Yeah. So. Oh well, you know, yeah, those are some things you can't do. But, but at least for the people in the hoods that voted for Trump, I mean, that voted for Biden, uh, Trump lost. Y'all already know. So we we hype right now. We drinking. We chilling. <laughs> there were people in the hood that voted for Trump. I think. I think. Man, there's people everywhere that voted for Trump. He he actually got, got he actually got more votes with um, non-white people. This election. Wait, also, God, there's also more votes. He lost period. white. He lost white men. Actually, Biden. Yeah. Biden took back some of white men for the Democratic Party. It really was a really was a like a movie villain ended. Yeah. So I be, mean, not, be got, nice to your white friends because we, we still need them. He got washed. He got washed. Don't really matter. He kind of got washed. Yeah. yeah. So. We, 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 we hype right now, as y'all can tell, folks. So. I mean, I'm not that hype. <laughs> we're still in a pandemic. Yeah, no, um, we're recording an episode. You're not going to see a family, so... <laughs> we're taking the good with the bad, okay? We're okay. taking the good with the bad. It's got to be a silver lining I hate somewhere. you, man. It's like... So, you know... We're not getting peed on and shit on. We're just getting right, peed we're, on. We're, 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 no, we're getting shitting on. We're, we're trying to survive, mm-hmm. but at the same time... We were safe enough to go vote and, sure. and, and support Biden and Kamala Harris. So shout outs to them. Um, but anyway, this is our podcast. Welcome to my hood film. I'm, I don't have no party affiliation. So. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I thought you look at my yeah. voter registration. I'm not affiliated to anybody. That's, I'm a registered Democrat, but I am not happy. So. Yeah, I don't think anybody is, is happy. It is yeah, it, it is. was like, okay, I guess yeah. we're doing this. We had a mission and we fulfilled yeah, our yeah, yeah. part of the mission. Yeah. But this is what we do, folks. Every... Uh, Couple weeks we come in and I don't like Trump because he made a golf club. Can we not make this a politics episode, please? <laughs> no, we're not. It's not even politics. No, because no, we're gonna go on like dude 20 built the golf pages. course and now we got raccoons in the north part of the Bronx. We got that, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to bring in the show. You okay, know? I do like, the show. Sorry. We well, are your grievances, bro. Like, I don't want to, bro. These guys don't like Trump because they're not. They're too woke. Like, no, these guys fucking golf. Normally, we would have discrepancies and, and we would say our, our, our disclaimer, case, but this for this time... Man, I get you, man. You're man, right. It's lost. I don't mind you any grievances. Because you know the losers, when they down bad, they're going to try to be like... No, Damn, we, no, I'm going to tie every part of this movie to Trump now. Yeah, we got to get that. It's too good for that. This is too good for that. We got to get it cracking, man. So, yeah. it's what we're doing, man. We Again, we, this is Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast. We put somebody on to a hood film all the time, putting people onto the hood one film at a time. So, what we did this time is Thanksgiving. Uh, those of you who are fans of the hood movie film genre. Uh, or if you're black in America. Or if you're black in America. You know when From it comes to... 25 to 30. You know, you know when it comes to Thanksgiving, you already know there's not really a lot of hood films based on Thanksgiving. Um, it's mainly more just movies that are centered around food and family the same pretty much goes for Christmas. So right now we doing we decided to do some Thanksgiving with Adam a dear Christmas. That's your hood film for Christmas. No, nah, it isn't, but okay. <laughs> it exists. Oh, okay. So when it comes to Thanksgiving, we decided to next. To uh, we decided to go and get the one film we knew was about food and family. And whenever people are in the hood Thanksgiving, they think this film 
It is the 1997 classic Soul Food. Even though it wasn't technically Thanksgiving, but that's fine. It was probably cold as shit. That's, I just said that. Oh, I didn't hear that part. <laughs> I Sorry. just said that. I said people don't think, think it's not a Thanksgiving film, but when people think Thanksgiving, this is the film that they immediately, boom. Yeah. This is, this, is, this is their film. Well, it's Thanksgiving so, every Sunday is Thanksgiving. Yeah, for black people, for, for people in, in general, for most people, it, there's always a day that's dinner time. For black folks, it was Sunday after service. Go in and you get your food, you get it cracking, you know what I mean? And uh, that's what this movie was more or less involving. It wasn't fully about, but it, it was involved, you know? It's about family, and some people not about to see their family, so now you have a, you have a family you could watch this Thanksgiving. So you're like, okay, well, I don't have to fight this year, at least. Just put on this movie when yeah. your family's fighting and be like, all right, well, at least we're not these motherfuckers. Yeah, there you go. That's a good way of looking at it. <laughs> That's actually the required watching every Thanksgiving now yeah. before families start fighting. Right. You can't talk shit till you watch this. Gotta yeah, watch soul and of course, uh, <laughs> of course, we already know, you already know, folks, we're not just doing this for our health. We're doing this to put the world onto a the hood, one film at a time. We got a guest. He was already talking. I heard his voice, so you already know he's ready to go. Go ahead and introduce yourself, brother. Hey, uh, my name is Fassel. Uh, despite the sound of my voice, I am not white, so but I might as well. You be said not hood. hood. Yeah, I'm not a. It's weird. I, I grew up in Newburgh, but I'm not hood. Even though I went to high school in Newburgh, and like that was enough hood exposure for me to not sound this way, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I sold the fuck out. I, I I feel like I'm like the white guy that Chappelle white faces in his in his show. So that's that's basically me at this point. I mean, you're Indian though, so uh, yeah, yeah. But like, e- even by if you if you if you put me next to like white people in Newburgh, you would not. It would blow your fucking mind. So yeah. <laughs> I would still be the whitest dude in the fucking room. It's that, ridiculous. That's funny. <laughs> so what um. Like what? What do you think a hood film is? Um, I generally, um, to be honest, I don't really know. I never even thought of it as a genre. If I had to guess, um, usually when I would think of a hood film, mm-hmm. I would think of something more about like inner city problems or something like. When I think of hood film, I think of uh, Boys to Men. I think that's what I would think of. Or oh, Boys in the Hood. Boys, Boys in the Hood. hood. Which one's my Cuba Gooding? I'm terrible with fucking. No, it's cause that's the name of an R&B group, but that's okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, Boys that's in the Hood. Right. Yeah, Cuba Gooding Jr. Um, and Lawrence Fishburne is the father in that. Okay. And uh, they definitely mocked that movie and Don't Be a Menace. And I, I lose did. my shit at the they very did. beginning of that movie <laughs> when the mom just drops him off. She's like, "Now I gotta go. You're gonna live with your dad." Because God forbid, there's a positive black female influence. Yep. In yep. this movie, that's that's usually how it is. At least in this one, there was. This, there were strong women. You might not agree with right. their choices, but right. they were dominant figures. And the Big Mama is a matriarch. Mm. And that actually is, mm. from my understanding, and I hope I'm not like stereotyping, but from my understanding, like there are a lot more matriarchs in black communities, especially in more church-going neighborhoods yeah, and stuff like thing. that. So like, if you go down south, you're going to see that a lot more. I think it might be different like up here to some extent. Um, a little bit. And in the West Coast, it might be different too. But I feel like if you're like... Outside of Atlanta, you know, if you're like on like a suburb or rural area, I feel like black communities are probably more like that. So, but, um, okay, that that's my guess. I wouldn't know, I really wouldn't. So, no, I mean, uh, usually that's the case in some areas. You're definitely right. Um, usually the reason most of the time us we go to church is mostly because either our mother or aunt 
uh, grandmother. It's usually one of those things, godmother, whatever the case is. It's usually be. a woman dragging. Yeah, it's usually a woman dragging. dragging, dragging church. Church. I know when I was growing up, yeah. it was my mother and her, my mother my even dad said, was not going to church. Up, yeah, they was, they was like, yo, we going to church. Everybody's going to church. So yeah. even when you woke up and was like, I don't want to go to church, you went to church. Yeah. You know, so my dad, she didn't drag my dad because, you know, he's a grown man. She, she, <laughs> she, she can't tell you what to do when you're grown. When you're a kid, you got to yeah. go. Mm-hmm. So it was, uh, yeah, that's really how it is. So it, in this movie, it was kind of similar. Uh, as you saw, they even had a pat. The pastor was there. Um, we ain't never seen him really do a sermon. So creepy ass. Pastor. Yeah, even in the funeral scene, he ain't say nothing. He just he let somebody <laughs> sing and <laughs> we off this. Like that was it. Man, it just showed up for food. Reverend um, Williams. Just so you know, pastors are usually like that too. That's There's fucking usually wild. a pastor that is very grab handsy. Oh my god. Um, and it's weird because it's not like they're Catholic priests where they're like forbidden from getting married or getting laid. Right. But it just seems like these positions of power attract, like, the creepiest fucking dudes. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, they know that most of the people that go to church, statistically, are are women. Oh, so yeah. Dudes is like, you know, and it's not that that's their game. It's, it's like just, the priest in The Sopranos. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, you, that, <laughs> yeah, that dude rules. That's, uh, that's what it's at. So it, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, that's just how it is. Like, pastors are just, like, and it's not to say they're all creeps or anything. Yeah, yeah. It's not to say But that. it's a common thing. It's, right, yeah. right. It is something that happens a lot. So. Yeah, and to be fair, not to defend the brother, but I mean, if you look at the movie, the cast had Vivica Fox, Mia Long, they were bad, and Vanessa Williams. I would have fucked all three of them. There you go. There <laughs> you Probably go. still now. I there mean, you go. Like, look, women, like anyone who's like been in Hollywood, they they can afford to look good even now. It's there fucking crazy. Go. That's so. the way it is. And, and, I would have picked a lawyer though. Yeah, there's no, that's all right. That's that's that's, uh, that's actually the question I was going to ask you. Yeah, so I'm glad hands you down. That I mean, just from a look standpoint, like if you were to subtract personality or their mm. characters or anything like that mm. but her personality actually was on board with me too it just it probably makes sense because they are kind of congruent like the way she did her hair and dressed and shit like that i don't know i find a woman in like white collar clothes very fucking sexy so <laughs> yeah. or any kind of i'm like a, i'm like a chick that like melts for a dude in uniform gotcha. that's basically it mm. so woman dressed as a cop like yeah i can deal with this so i can look the other way Get that badge out of the way. So, <laughs> how did you feel? Like, did you feel like there was which one of the three? Neil Long. Neil Long. Yeah. Man. Okay. Which one was that? I'm really bad. The youngest one. People. Oh yeah. The one, I was yeah. the one that got married. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So she. Uh, I don't think there's a losing answer. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. No. No. Everyone yeah. is. It, it's just a matter of like you know whatever. Your personal vibe you preference got going at that point. Up. Yeah. Um. I mean. It, yeah. It, back in the '90s, man. All three of them were just. Just knockouts, like they were beautiful women, and and Nia Long and Vivica A. Fox especially, they were in like a good amount of hood films when we were growing up. Um, that was just the norm, and it was just like every time you saw them, like when I said to you, they uh, Nia Long was in Friday, Vivica A. Fox was in like uh, Independence Ball, Day, Independence Day, just, oh, Batman fuck, she Robin. was in Independence Day. Yeah, she was in a lot of. It's shit. crazy. I've seen her in a bunch of shit, but I know her best as Rick Fox's wife, and that makes me feel like such a fucking chauvinist. Because Rick Fox wasn't like you know like a superstar. He was like a he was a role player mm. on the Lakers at the mm. time, right? Yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, the dude seems like a great guy. Like from the um, the when he started that gaming agency thing, mm. um, he actually said like I saw a documentary. That guy seemed like a really cool dude. So props to Rick Fox, man. Not only for hitting that, but for coming off as a solid dude. So, <laughs> he actually seemed like a really good dude from Echo Fox. So that's yeah, uh, yeah. So you know, um, basically, folks, this movie was a big movie, man. Even when we were like coming up, 
So it was so big that it got its own TV show. I don't even know how many seasons. I know it was like seven five. episodes, five seasons. And how many how many black cast and movies got TV shows like that? <laughs> it couldn't have been that many. Right? Not that much. I'm trying to think. No. So food. I don't think we're counting Rush Hour. Imagine if Pootie Tang we're got a TV deal. And that was directed by Louis C.K. I know, right? Yeah. And even though that was based off a, a quick sketch. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there wasn't a lot. I can't tell you off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. But what I can say was that Sofu was definitely one of them. Everybody was hyped when it first came out. And eventually you were like, man, it's just kind of like the same stuff. <laughs> so you guys just kind of like got I mean, they watched it for five seasons, though. Yeah. Nah, to, to hold it down for five seasons, you got to respect that. They already yeah. passed. What do you need syndication? 50 episodes or 100? 100. 100. 100. 100. Yeah. I mean, you can still do it with 74, but 100, guys, you get money. They was on. They were always there. You get to be BoJack Horseman for the rest of your life. Rest of your life. You just be a complete fuck up going forward. That's it. So yeah, the cast. uh, IMDb says that the movie was basically about one person can keep a family together, and when that one person is gone, a family can be torn apart. It's not even a synopsis. It's just literally a tagline. And then her dumbass idealistic grandson will be that person at the very end. Your 11 year old grandson. Yeah, he's a grown man now, so. Yeah. This kid was in Space Jam. What? Yeah, he was. He yeah. Was he Michael he, Jordan as yeah, a kid? Yeah, yeah, that was him. Uh, I think so. It definitely was him. It was either that or he played Michael Jordan. And, and I laughed so hard even as a kid watching that because like, he's like, I'm going to be on the Chicago Bulls. I'm like, Michael Jordan dreamed of being a baseball player. So you already got that shit wrong. Yeah, he's in the fucking up. movie. Yeah, I got like autistically mad. <laughs> That's fair. Because <laughs> I was like obsessed with Jordan as a kid. That dude was my fucking hero, like I'll everyone else's. Yeah, and there was a lot of other big names in there. He's the reason I'm not a Knicks fan. So hilarious. He's the reason I'm the luckiest man in the fucking world. Oh, we're gonna uh, we're gonna move on from that. That's for another podcast. <laughs> As a Knicks fan, I, 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 we're gonna move on. Hey, they, they should have told yeah. me that. When you, when you I didn't know you like. I mean, can you blame him, bro? It's not his fault. Baby. Take it all. It's all good. It's all good. Oh, so we already know the three ladies we said was in this film. There's also uh, legend, legend to the hood, Makai Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Very big legend. Shout out to that man. Michael Beach, who, if you don't know him from ER, you probably knew him from back. Oh, no, that was Eric LaSalle. But if you don't know him from just any other movie, if you know him today, he was uh, Black Man is his pops and Aquaman for those nerds. Um, but just a lot of legendary big name cats in here. But let's just jump right into the film. So, what was your overall viewpoint with this film? I mean, I, I guess I'm looking at it like an outsider, right? I'm not in a black family. So, well, you want to look at it? You you look at it. At I mean, it, I would have been an outsider just looking at a white family, too. Mm-hmm. Or even a brown one. I don't know. I just, um, yeah, I never you know. expected that I was doing anything in common. The, as I've gotten older, I realized more like, I probably thought my family was crazy when I was a teenager. And as I got older and older and just met more and more people, I'm like, Damn, like, you know, my parents are dumb, but I'm still fucking lucky. Like, it's it's yeah. crazy. People are out of their fucking mind. Yeah, people are really fucking So, I have a really deeper fuck. appreciation by default. This man just doing, to be clear. This so, man be doing stand-up too long. He yeah. got broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's weird. That makes me so unrelatable in stand-up, because I hear all this shit that people went through, and I'm like, I went to a crazy-ass high school, but what the fuck? But it, it just, god damn. So, even rich people fucking have problems. Like, oh my lord. Um, yeah, it doesn't end, man. No, it's this really just told a story, and it did. If you if you grew up in the, you know as a black kid that's grown up in a household, 
I'm not going to say I related to it 100%, but there were different scenes. I'm sure when you could attest, there was probably certain scenes that you were like, yeah, my family did that. <laughs> you know, my, my family, we, we've you know, done that. We, we've, uh, we've been through those type of arguments. Now, the cheating and stuff, I can't say that any of my family did it in yeah. that light. Yeah. But, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> it was definitely just like, oh my gosh. Well, the cheating was interesting because usually it's the other way around where it's mm. the guy making partner and he's fucking around on the wife. Like, <laughs> um, but also, it's like, more lo- progressive. lawyers fucking hating their lives and wanting to do something else. That definitely. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I, the guy, the husband still cheated, which, mm. so that was still there, but right. usually it's him being the partner, you know, and like mm. fucking the paralegal or something like that. Um, and. Uh, or, yeah, the wife does cheat, but it's, like, she bangs, like, the DJ, right? So, um, he's not, like, the artist, necessarily. So, it was a little fun. It was a little fun over there. That, that lawyer shit was... That happens a lot, I feel like. Um, I do feel like there's a lot of broken marriages amongst lawyers, and it's because mm. you give up so much. Mm. And it's not even fucking worth it. So, like, as a lawyer, that that's probably the thing about the lawyer chick that made her... Why I probably sided with the lawyer, because they just kind of understood where she was going through, and... It's weird. I'm the youngest in my family, so I'm not, like, the one who was in charge ever. You know, I've never had the say. I'm not the one funding anyone. I'm lucky that my parents can take care of themselves, you know, um, and we don't have to worry about that shit. They're not being subsidized by their kids, which was interesting that it seemed like the oldest daughter was subsidizing the mother, and, like, that just wouldn't even fly. My parents would refuse that kind of help for me, even if they were struggling. Um, that, that, that pride thing with the, um, with the youngest daughter's husband, that definitely exists in, like, I would say our patriarchal system where the men in our family would never accept that kind of, so I understood like that pride thing and Mm. not asking for help. Mm. Um, maybe not, I think they would ask for help for a job. You know, I think grown men, maybe it's a different time now because grown men now would, you know, who are married to have kids have asked me for references and stuff like that to get out of what they're doing to do something else and. I don't think there's any shame in that. And I think gender roles have changed that it's okay to ask a woman for help. Like, I've asked a woman for career help, like, without a question. So, I was really trying to sleep with her again. But, um, (laughs) but I was, like, half serious about, like, getting, finding a new job. Right. So, um. So, do you feel like, (laughs) so have you ever had soul food before? Yeah. I had soul food a long ass time. I went to the Apollo Theater for a school trip. Okay, um, I went to when the I was in junior high or high school. School trip. Yeah, we went. I, I don't. I couldn't tell you what we fucking saw. Yeah, I don't that. remember because that, that's like twenty years ago at least for me. What class was this? Oh, you probably. I was remember. in the Arts Academy in my oh, high school, so okay. I did like theater and all that shit. Um, and yeah, we we got to go to the Apollo Theater. We also I also got to go on a trip to inside the Actors Studio. So yeah, that's nice. cool. As crazy as like Newburgh is, like the opportunities were there if you took advantage of them. Mm. Like they they did exist, and you know, uh, and if you were broke, like there, uh, some a lot of that shit was subsidized. So, like, yeah, it, it's crazy. It, it's just weird. Like it was a weird ecosystem where like you had middle class and lower class people together, and we were we were not overwhelmingly white. Like white people might have been a plurality at best, I would say. So. Uh, but if you lived in the town of Newburgh, it was definitely more white. And if you were in the city of Newburgh, it was black and Hispanic. So Sounds about right. You see, and yeah, imagine how those party lines were. So, <laughs> what would you say is like one of your favorite dishes? Because this is chicken. Is I would say probably fried chicken, but fried chicken? Okay. but not anymore. I, I guess it tastes great now, but it's like booze for me too. Where I I get like a twenty minute hang, like twenty minutes afterwards, I feel horrible. Uh-huh. I don't remember anything else I ate though. Like I ate a bunch of shit. I think the cornbread was part of it. Mm. And that was pretty dope. I love bread of any kind, so mm. I'm, I'm usually on board with that. 
But honestly, I couldn't tell you what else I had other than those two things. So, but I remember enjoying everything and being like, oh, I can fucking do this. And uh, I also, um, yeah, otherwise I would say the closest thing to soul food outside of that moment. And it's weird. It's not like I've ever been opposed to it. I think it just, I go wherever is convenient. So, uh, is my dog fucking around? So. Oh, no, I just didn't want the, the bags to be right. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, otherwise, I'd say, like, the closest thing to black food is going to Kennedy Fried Chicken. There you go. So, there I went, I, we had it in Newburgh. So, there we actually is. had a Kennedy It made it out there? Yeah, it made that it out to my own town. We, bulletproof glass? And it's super popular with South Asians because it's uh, halal meat. Because we had a black Muslim neighborhood. I mean, it was oh. a lot of the black people that were Muslim. So, I used oh. to go to Sunday school. Um, with a lot of black Muslims. Okay. So, that makes sense. The Newburgh Mosque. Uh, actually, the infamous Newburgh Five went to the Newburgh Mosque there. The Newburgh uh, Five. But what's crazy is they usually went to like the mosque like, across the Hudson in Wappingers Falls. Not because we were trying to get away from there, but the first Muslim mosque was in Wappingers Falls. So we just went there because my dad helped build the place. Oh. So we just stuck there. But usually for Friday prayers, my godfather would go to the Newburgh Mosque because it was so much more convenient. Um, and one of the, the, the priests there was my Sunday school teacher. So, oh. and he was not a creepy ass pastor. He was like a sane married man and like the nicest dude on the fucking planet. He was mm. definitely like a positive adult in my life. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was interesting. I think that's why I never got, that's one of the reasons I didn't get bullied in high school. So I was, I was an easy target. I, 9-11 happened when I was like 16. That's just open fucking season. But, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, just like, yeah, black people were nice to me because enough black people went to Sunday school with me that they're like, nah, he's fine. There you and, go. and then white people were nice to me I mean, uh, because my parents were rich. They probably also didn't give that much of a fuck on being honest with What's you. that? Uh, they probably, the black people probably didn't give that much of a yeah, fuck. They probably just didn't care. Yeah, yeah I mean, most not. of them didn't care, but you had crazy people that we had a big gang problem and I would have been just an easy shot for anyone. I've seen yeah. white kids just get jumped for no reason. Oh, shit. Like, I've so seen like five black kids beat the shit out of like one white kid. Oh, no, don't be And I'm like, oh, I'm going to walk the other way like i'm not even going to say anything is if i get caught narking i'm going to get my ass kicked tomorrow speaking of which so there was a scene (laughs) there was a scene in soul food where mccott pfeiffer's character was arguing with his wife who was played by nia long and everybody thought that he had hit her so vanessa williams character who plays her sister went and called her cousins and they went and tried to beat him up and said lost have you ever seen like goon activity <laughs> I'm not surprised but the more I thought about I was surprised at first but the more to think about it I think in I was surprised because they come off so middle class that I wouldn't see that coming but I feel like anything that's what makes it funny yeah if they weren't middle class I would have been less caught off guard because like I feel like that's not unique to black people because if that shit happened in Boston they would take matters in their own hand like poor yeah. white people like, or any poorer neighborhoods, any immigrant neighborhoods, especially places where there's no trust of the police because you don't want the police involved. And you're going to see that where people police each other, right? Um, or you wouldn't see the goons at all because it's just accepted behavior. Like, I think if you went to a Hasidic neighborhood, th- that husband would just get away with it. So Damn. I don't even think there... Maybe the rabbi would be like, hit her less harder, you know, or something <laughs> like that. Um, Damn, that's dark. But that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also single... I'm sure there's Muslim communities like that too, you know, where... I think immigrant communities and places where there's a mistrust of police, it's not surprising that they would get, a, you know, a, a third party within their own group, in, within their own social world or ecosystem to regulate those things for them. That happens all the fucking time. Yeah, and especially, like, not so much now, I imagine, because, like, things are just different now. 
But definitely 20, 30 years ago or 50 oh, years ago. Yeah. You're going to tell me Italians didn't do the same fucking thing when they were second-class citizens? Like, And they've been second-class citizens for a while, no matter how much they want to fucking deny it. So, oh, God. Um, <laughs> but, like, you know, like that definitely happens. I don't think that's unique to black communities whatsoever. Mm. Right? But it, I think it's more of a socioeconomic thing. Yeah, it's like, where, you should be above this. Yeah, yeah. But, like, the fact that they had, like, this nice house and, like, they had the lawyer. It, the fact that it was the richest person in the group. But that also shows you her fucking roots. Like, I think that showed her true colors that she's willing to do everyone else's dirty work and make all the fucking sacrifices that none of them would have had the fucking guts to do. Or even the ability. No, she's, like, she's, she's a leader. She's the fucking boss. Yeah. I mean, she she's definitely the matriarch of that group, especially now. And they, she still gets disrespected, which is fucking wild. Like... I, yeah, I, that blew my mind. I really can't get over, like, they're like, hey, you know, Big Mama's about to fucking die. Someone's got to pay for a hospital bill. So we thought you motherfuckers would do it. And then we'll pay you back later. Like, <laughs> they must have up yeah. the courage for that scene. They, they yeah. stood there and was like, so and we it, figured you pay and we just pay you back. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we good for it, but just not now. And she was like, what? Like, time out. I keep yeah. getting screwed over yeah. and then y'all going to. Try to screw me again. Yeah, she's paying for the place already, and she mm-hmm. says that she mm-hmm. subsidized. Paid for the she wedding. Paid for wedding. Mm-hmm. She invested in that mm-hmm. fucking hair salon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hair salon. Yeah, I met people in families like that. I dated a girl whose uncle was like, he came up, good, he's making good money, he live out in Florida, where it's a lot easier financially to, to live than yeah, lower York. cost of living. Right, and he just sometimes he was like. There's was the Florida just, premium though. Everyone's fucking crazy. Yeah, so I was just sitting there at a restaurant with her and. Then, Homie was just like, I gotta pay for him too. I was like, <laughs> Oh shit! I was like, Yo, my man, like, I'm good. Like, I don't even have to eat here. I go to McDonald's. Be like, Oh god, damn! How long ago was this? It was probably like ten years ago. Okay, all right. Yeah, we're not together no. But I was just saying, like, at the time, I was That's looking funny. at him, and she she gave me the flashback because she was just like, I gotta pay for this too. Like, what? <laughs> Like, like, I got I'm money and y'all coming to me. Too. Like, I'm just kind of like, Nah, I ain't an ATM. Yeah, that's so fucking she, wild. Like, I. I'm going to be with you and the lawyer too, man. Vanessa Williams back in the day was just like, wow. So, it, it, it no, was, yeah, this was yeah. a beautiful, like, she played this scene to such a good tee. Everything about it. Um, there was even a scene I laughed at on a, on a different note where uh, her husband was like, yo, I'm going to take 5000 I took. She was like, yo. And she pressed him so good. Like, yeah. she was just like, yo, um, somebody took some money out of the account and he was like yeah I took $5,000 like you didn't know it was him without even ah. hesitating yeah. nah I think she knew she gave him the benefit of the doubt but you know some people people always start a, a conversation like that when they know it's you yeah. but they just waiting for you to say it because you ain't yeah. saying that so or like, to see if you lie yeah, yeah. see if you gonna lie like oh yeah somebody uh, that's how know. I would do it yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody uh, went and took something out of here oh yeah I did but she was waiting for him to be like dang somebody took Somebody took money out of my account. I need to go to the bank and yeah. sort this out. And the way he said it, I'm like, does this bitch even have a job? And it turns yeah. out he's a fucking and lawyer, too. Was her yeah. Account. yeah. He was no, like, it was a joint account. It was a joint account. So he had 30 grand. But she pointed out, she's like, yeah, 30 of that. It's like, it, yeah, like only 30,000 of it was his. And yeah. she had the fucking lion chair. Yeah. She had yeah. the lion. That's how she made it seem like, yo, this is this is more mine than yours. I'm I just, just felt like, like she I'm was cutting you. in half. Nah, she was like, I'm allowing you. That's your allowance. I'm allowing yeah. you. Nah, I mean, yeah, that's the case. She's the bitch for that. That's wild for a How'd you join account? 
I was well, I have a joint account then. Yeah, right. Well, if you have a play, but she was right to press him. Like, hey, if you no, do that, she's definitely right. right. Yeah. Hey, you gotta yeah, let yeah. me know. Yeah. And you said that that was a good point she brought up at the end of the argument. Yeah, was like, I feel like she should have just gone with that. Why yeah, that's what she should have said. Like, why didn't you say something? Yeah, you're gonna clown that man for trying to be a musician. Fucking cut his balls off right then and there. To be fair though, the five thousand is. I hope. I wish there was a way they could have showed that was a better investment. It wasn't investment. Niggas was trying to be a star, bro. As if you looked at the trying to start a stand up career. Oh, wow. <laughs> I um, need this for... It's uh, a stand-up club. Yeah. No, I mean, if you look at the success, he, like, it wasn't success, but it could have became something because that group had Babyface, Casey, yeah. and, <laughs> and if she had gone to a single show and actually saw them, yeah. she might have been more on board. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Fuck about his show, bro. But yeah, I don't know. It, it reminded me, it's just funny because I thought of like all the rich kids I went to college with mm. and they'd bitch about their parents not coming to their softball games or whatever. And it's funny because I didn't give a fuck if my parents gave my Little League games. I knew I sucked. So <laughs> I don't want them seeing me embarrass myself. So yeah. um, I'm like, I, I really didn't give a fuck. I'm like, yeah. look, I'm having fun, but I don't really give a shit. If yeah. you're, I never understood that about kids, but these rich kids, they took it personally. I'm nah, like, yo, I'm like, they, they were it. making money so you can have whatever the fuck you want. I don't think I understood that. Yeah, I, how did I understand that, though? You're not, like, you're not, hey. So. You I mean, they, they made more money than me, and they had better educations, so. You only cut the same, man. Yeah. They understood it better. But I also did go to school with middle class and poor people who always reminded me how good I fucking had it. So. There you go. And my family. No one ever, for a day, I could never feel good about anything nice. And they're like, just remember, you're privileged. I'm like, fuck you. Yeah, that's fucked up. That's <laughs> yeah. so. Um, so Every every uh, every episode we have a, a, a saying because it's a saying in the hood that's well well quoted and it's legendary and that's whose man's is this? Whose man's is this? Basically, is asking why is this person being so extra? What's wrong with him? Come get your boy because we we can't deal with him. <laughs> or come get your girl. You I actually what? have heard a coworker say that before. Whose man's yeah. Is this? yeah yeah awesome yeah. awesome. So what job? Uh, my current company. How? Uh, it, it, I mean, we. It was actually my first job at the company, so when I quit law to be in sales, I had to start as a cold caller again. So I, um, I, I'm pretty sure I heard it. It's funny. I didn't even hear it from someone who was grew up in the hood. She's a rich girl from Ghana, but she would drop hood terms all the fucking time. A rich girl from Ghana. Yeah, nice. yeah. I didn't know that she was loaded. I found this out like a year later, That's but it threw funny. me off guard. I just like. It fucked with me. Um, for the long, when I How long she be in the country? Like, she went to college here and shit. She, she got an education here. Oh, I think she, she probably had Atlanta. all the black people. Yeah, yeah, she did. She said. lived in Atlanta for a bit. Oh, so. yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what made her say, whose man is this? I don't remember. I think she was talking about me, but oh, she was saying uh, it jokingly. Funny. Okay. So she oh. said a lot of shit. And, like, I, I didn't, I've heard it, but I didn't necessarily know. Right. And I just smiled and went along with it. That's like, funny. But, um, no, that's, that's, that's funny. But who did you feel in this movie made you say, like, whose man is this? Like who? Like who do we got to get out of here? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody was I think um, like that. Damn, you know that's kind of tough because it was some, there was definitely a lot of crazy. And honestly, like I, think, I think the, the si- I think the youngest sister was the most out of her fucking mind. Like, really? When she went, just the moment that she went to her ex fucking boyfriend. Yeah. That is fucking stuff. beyond wild. That's and wild then, the best part is that the middle child like lightly admonishes her for being so fucking stupid when mm. she's not. Granted, she was pregnant at that time, so it probably wasn't the best time to yell at her. But I would have been like, "You dumb fucking bitch! What were you thinking?" But. That was probably like the craziest fucking move. I would say that, or um, I would say otherwise. It was actually her husband. The two of them were out of their fucking minds. <laughs> like not only for the beginning of the wedding, she was good at the wedding, so she won points at the wedding 
for do, doing the right thing. But the mm. husband was out of his fucking mind. Yeah, the husband was wild. Grinding with an axe. And then when he fucking picked up his nephew, gives him gloves. Yo, put this in the glove compartment with my fucking gun in Yeah, yeah. But also that. dumping his life problems on this fucking kid. Like, yo, I just lost my job. And Damn. like, dropping some real fucking adult shit. So I, actually, he might come out on top. Okay. He, he won some points back when he fucked up those three guys in the bar. But, like, <laughs> yeah, that was did. just too fucking cool no matter how retarded he was. But like... You know, like, I, I, it's weird because, like, I understand where he's coming from. I, I can't relate, but I, as a lawyer, I understand exactly what he's thinking. And the funny part is I've had to report crime, um, like, a, a stupid fucking crime on all my job applications and applying to the bar. And I got fucking grilled for it, Damn. getting licensed in New York. And it was nothing. It was the dumbest shit ever. Like um, drinking and robbing? I got arrested for open container, which isn't even a misdemeanor. So no jail time. So what happened was I graduated college. I'm living at my parents' house before I go to law school. I'm applying at the time and uh, just working shit jobs. And otherwise, I'm being a creepy townie with my high school friends, like hitting up SUNY New Paltz to go <laughs> pick up the college girls at the bars over there. But like we're, we're drinking. And I think one of my friends was doing mushrooms too. And like we're, we're drunk and high out of our minds, except my friend, her boyfriend, was our designated driver for the night. But like nice. I'm in a Muslim house, and oh, so I, I don't I we my parents like know my friends or they don't know what I do and good thing I'm saying it on the record for them to hear one day. Um, but they uh, they are just like look we know your friends are just throw that shit out we don't want to see a trace of in the house and like I don't even like to throw it in the garbage can because if they take out the garbage they might see it. Um, so I'm like super careful about it. And so usually what I do is like when we go out I grab all the empties and whatever's left over and we just throw it out in like a garbage can at like a bank or something like that like somewhere like on the sidewalk where there's an open garbage can gotcha so and like you know what happened was so I have this I just had the box of like these empty cans of beers and you know like we're the, the driver's sober, but I go to throw them out we pull into like a citizen's bank park off of main street in like New Paltz um I see where it's and I walk to a garbage can that I see there and right before I throw that shit out, like, the, the box bottoms out, and all the cans fall out, and I go to pick them up, and, like, this guy who looks like a college linebacker, like, white guy, just starts walking up to me, and I just kind of look, I'm like, ah, oh, this is embarrassing, not even thinking twice about it, and he goes, you know what's even more embarrassing? And he pulls out his fucking badge, and, oh, his chair, and he's, like, being no. under arrest. It was the lamest shit. He did, did he really I got arrested by yeah, he did. It yeah. was undercover oh cop, and it's all thirsty. so all four of us yeah, get brown arrested. Too. He yeah, was brown. I'm with three other white people, but it didn't okay. seem to matter. We nah, get he was searched for fucking trip. drugs. Yeah, his dick got hard. He yeah. called for backup. We all get but searched. I'm protecting the community. Oh, and, and one of my boys who like, I mean, he he's white, but like he he looks like a fucking skinhead. It just, oh he shit, he shaved his head because he's going baldy up. Okay, but, like although Fair I mean, yeah, he um. He sounds less white than me, though. So, <laughs> um, yeah, he. Uh, so we're all getting searched. We're giving our IDs, and I remember one of the cops like reads his ID to dispatch, and then the, he fucked up the ID number or dispatched in, and the dispatch is like, "Yeah, I'm not recognizing the number," and the cops starts screaming at my friend about fake IDs and how it's a felony and all oh, this shit. God, yeah, He's like, I swear to God, and, I, and my buddy's like, no, you fucking idiot, that's my ID. <laughs> like, and then uh, the cop reads it again, and he's like, I swear to God, like, I will I will give you a felony or whatever. And then he reads it again, and it goes through this time. Cop doesn't apologize. You know, they're... Of course he doesn't. And then, like, I talked to one of the cops who seems cool as they're, they're giving us desk appearance tickets, and the police, is, the police emphasize, they're like, You're, this is an arrest. Like, they have to emphasize this counts as an arrest. And, like, we're going to give you a desk appearance ticket so you have to show up to court. But just so you know, this is an arrest. And there's, like, one cop who's clearly not being a dick. 
And I just go and I'm like, hey, is this like a big deal? Like, do I have to get a lawyer or any of that shit? And he's like, nah, it's like a ten dollar fine. And I'm like, why the fuck are we even doing this? <laughs> so I can give you ten dollars right now. Yeah, yeah. So we we go drinking, and then I go to court. Uh, like maybe like two two weeks to like a month later. Uh, it turns out it's a five dollar fine. Not <laughs> my gas money to go back to New Paltz and back probably cost more at the time. That's how they and get you, bro. It was so like I'm like, how did the taxpayers benefit from this, like at all? But they didn't. They didn't. but my boy Jeff and I we go to court together, and it's I embarrassed myself twice that day. So I embarrassed myself in court because I show up and I'm wearing a fucking t-shirt from my local dive bar to court. I didn't wear a shirt or a tie. I'm like, oh, this isn't a big deal. I'll just pay the fine. And the prosecutor and judge shit on me. Like, they're laughing as they shit on me. Oh, like, shit. But they're like, yeah, you showed up to uh, an alcohol-related crime with a bar shirt, you idiot. But they didn't call me an idiot, but, like, they called me out for it publicly, and the room laughed, and so did the prosecutor. But that I, is pretty I go to pay my fine, and I realize I don't even have $5 on me. And mm. uh, my buddy has to pay me, and he's like, aren't your parents rich? How the fuck do you have, like, five, you have $5? But he pays for it, and I look like a fucking asshole, because I'm like, do you take credit card? Like, and, yeah. uh, nah, you know But, mean. yeah, so then we decide right after we pay our fines, since we're right by the bars that we just got arrested <laughs> We're like, let's go drink it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we start going, we go back to Main Street, and we drink at the same bar I think we did that night before. And then at some point, I'm hammered, and I'm talking to some, a group of girls, and I'm talking, I'm hitting on some girl. And she, uh, this is amazing, uh, but I'm talking and I offer, I'm like, hey, do you want me, like, do you want me to buy you a drink? I'm about to grab one. And she's just like, oh, are you going to pay for it? Is your buddy going to spot you again? Oh, and I was like, wait, shit. what are you talking about? And she's like, I was the, I was the woman at the fucking clerk's office, you asshole. That's and yeah, funny. it turned out, yeah, the girl that I was supposed to give the $5 for at the court clerk was the same girl that I was hitting on. And I didn't realize it. And uh, yeah, you I just came like- off. <laughs> I just came off as a fucking deadbeat, and uh, yeah, I, I was like, you know what? Um, nice meeting you. And I just fucked. <laughs> Feels like you're no. making your own soul food movie right now, man. Uh, <laughs> you got your own soul food movie but, going on. But the man. point, that tangent. Yeah. So that's the dumbest fucking reason to get arrested, and the right. stupidest shit to arrest anyone for. Right. But when I applied to law school, I had to put that in my law school application. Mm. And when I had to apply for the bar, I had to put in my bar application. Mm. Even with my company, I had to report it. Mm. Which is fucking insane. And if you do lie about that, that you can actually get. He could have gotten in legal trouble. Like yeah, lying about it's a catch twenty two, right? Mm. On one hand, like if you're an employer, it's not outrageous for an employer to be like, I don't want to hire. If you have ten applicants, and nine of them are not convicted felons or misdemeanors, mm-hmm. who are you gonna fucking take? You're, yeah. Because you know that's the thing. You know it doesn't matter how long ago it is. You're gonna go with the best candidate. So it, I don't even shit on employers or white people in general for that. Like. Who are you gonna fucking? You're gonna hire the person with the best fucking credentials, and it fucking sucks, right? But the thing that it kind of, you know, you don't realize it till you're older is like, you know, you look back, and I knew a lot of rich kids who fucked up, mm. and they got a lot of charge down, so they didn't get a misdemeanor or a felony on their record, but they probably committed roughly the same crime as someone who was black, and that black person got didn't get a favorable plea deal, so they got stuck with the fucking misdemeanor, they got stuck with the jail time, even though both them and some white kids sold the same amount of weed. And so that white kid probably got a bunch of second chances despite fucking up, especially if they were rich. If they were broke, they might have actually been as unlucky as that dude. In the hey, that movie. fucker from the right. fire festival. Yeah, where you how, come how, from how, makes a huge difference. Yeah, so. yeah. How long do you think he was in jail for? Because Tom was a really weird concept. It, in he said he sold a little something something, but my right. guess is that even if it was a year, he has to report it. Because hmm. a misdemeanor in New York State, I can't speak for Chicago or anyone else, but New York State, like 
A misdemeanor is serious. You can do up to a year jail for that. Like, and people don't, people think misdemeanors aren't serious, but they are. If you go to jail, that's serious, you know? Mm. Uh, and, you know, he has to, even if you don't go to jail, you have to report that. So, um, it's crazy that they were able to figure it out, that they bothered looking after he lied. Mm. You know, it's like, why didn't they just find out right then yeah, and there? Yeah, yeah. That was kind of a weird plot hole. I'm like, I feel like they would have done that background check and that, that would have been true. the end of it. He was already working for them. He was already working yeah. for them. And how did he get hired? How so, did he get hired? Yeah. Yeah. And then it's like, why did they bother looking after he already lied? That is weird. But I feel like it might have been like drug tests where it's like, well, drug test you. Because I know that happened to people. They drug test. I think he got profiled. And then he wait. He got profiled. He got profiled. It was like, yo, look up his resume again. And then they realized like, yo, yo, you mean this is a convicted felon. Be like, yo, chill, chill, chill. We can't have him in here. Because remember, he tried to go get the job. And that one white dude was like, yo, part of my back. He turned around on him right in the interview. Like, he said, yo, I said we'll call you. <laughs> it was like, yo, just be. I hate that. Like, just be, just keep it on it. Like, yo, I mean, right. these days you're not even gonna make it to that point. So, if it was in the real Chicago, he wouldn't even have made it out the spot. Yeah, he got arrested for beating that guy up. No, I'm saying like, did you make it to the interview to be like, yeah, we'll call you? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he wouldn't yeah, have never gone in the building. Yeah, right. yeah no. there wouldn't have been an interview. Been you wouldn't even call them. You, you don't read someone's resume in front of them until you've already read it first. That's yeah. very true. Yeah, like they'll they'll have their resume out yeah. and they'll go over it with you, yeah. but like they've already read it. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. or just, someone read it for them. They're just there asking right. questions about right. it. Right, exactly. Yeah. Nah, I mean, but you know, that's that's a plot convenience. And also, granted, shit's probably different pre-internet life. Everything was on paper, so maybe... And I imagine it wasn't that great of a fucking job that he was applying for. No. So. No, it was the same job he ended up getting. Yeah. Just printing uh, <laughs> papers or something like that. Yeah, some dumb shit like yeah, that. Yeah, like pressing station. But you yeah. know what's crazy is that you have to do a character and fitness uh, interview mm-hmm. when you pass the bar. So even when you pass the bar exam, you might not get admitted. You have to do all... You have to get... You have to get... Like, you have to report all your jobs, certain, like, addresses and all this shit. Your, like, whole fucking life story... For the last 10 years. And another buddy of mine who had a DWI had to go through this shit as well. There was crazy. I don't know. I'm sure y'all probably peeped this. There was a moment where they actually, they didn't say it, but subliminally they said, whose man's is this? To uh, Makai Pfeiffer's character. Because there was a moment where they were eating dinner earlier in the movie. And they were saying different like sayings and stuff. And then he goes, oh, I got one. <laughs> Yo, you step on a crap. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, it's like a, it's like a, it's like superstition. a superstition in the, in, the, in the streets where it's just like, not even in the streets, that's, that's been used before, but it's just like, they would say, we would say growing up, like, you'd be like, oh, if you step on a crack on the sidewalk, then like bad luck will happen to your mom and her, bra- her back will break. Oh, wow. Or if you step on the line with the sides connect, then you'd be breaking your mother's spine, which is basically the same thing. So yes. basically, long story short, you step on the sidewalk, your mother's back is getting broken for some reason. I never knew. I just heard everybody saying it, so... It just sounds... It, it just sounds sounded cool. crazy. That so is the like, weirdest Whoa. fucking saying ever. Right. Yeah. Your dad never got harmed during any part of the sidewalk walking. Yeah. It was always your mom for some reason. Yeah. And he said... That's who that, mattered. Right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. who mattered and, the most. And this movie is about mothers, and yeah. there was like two or three of them. He's decided to say it, and they all looked at him like... This movie would have been so much better if that fucking kid stepped on a crack. Yeah, and, and the big it. mom was like, oh, Lord. Like, it would have been wild. <laughs> but so they all looked at him and was like, man, whose man is this? Why she married this guy? Like, what's up? Like, did you have somebody that you felt when he was a uh, whose man? Oh, man, Faith. 
Oh, the cousin. Yeah. The cousin. Oh, so I gotta, I gotta snipe that kid too. He might have been yeah, crazy. Yeah, he's trash too. The fact, especially at the end, when he reunited the family yeah. by encouraging their fucking greed and played them like a fiddle. And they had money. No twelve-year-old is that fucking smart. <laughs> that's I'll give you that's that. a sociopath right yeah. there. I give you that, but the reason he was intelligent enough to do that was because he was raised through their maturity. And he was the favorite of the grandma. Right. Yeah. So the grandmother was teaching him. How to become a good person when he was their age, he'd become a better person than them. But at the same time, he had, he was watching them go through real adult problems. Mm. Like every time he would find they his did it right in front of him. Play, yeah, and they did it right in front of him. They argued. Remember, homegirl, uh, Vanessa Williams' character, Terry, was arguing about her man cheating right in front of him. He, yeah. he just randomly was like, I'm going to get food. Now, yeah. now's the perfect time to get food. <laughs> randomly. Yeah. And she chased him out with a knife. Yeah. So imagine you 12 or whatever his age was, and he's just like, yeah, I remember those days. Like, these are just things you grow up to. Yeah. Watching somebody do that, gun in the, the, the gov compartment. I mean, they're not really, like, putting him away. His ass should have never done that party. He's saying shit, yeah. No, he knows, but it's just like, that's why he's saying, like, how was he able to, to think up something like that at that yeah. age? Like, that's not true. He's also the oldest of right. the grandchildren, right, right? right? And now that I think about it, my, my best friend, white guy, but my uh, best friend... He was definitely he's de- he's still his grandmother's favorite to this mm. day. Like he's definitely yeah he's actually the most smart and collected and calculating member of his family. Yeah. And he's gonna be his dick's gonna get so hard that I mentioned him. Because so, <laughs> yeah. he's gonna listen to this. He always listens to these podcasts. That's and fun. It, it's not because he's being a supportive friend. It's because he knows he's gonna get brought up at some point. Wow. Because so, he's as much of an egomaniac oh, as me. Man. So have you ever thought it's not bringing his name up? No, no. Because now I get the shit on him for it. So okay, I got yeah. like, why are you trying? So he to gets, not he gets his that? mention, but now I get to talk shit about him. All right, I guess there's a price. So yeah, drop. Well, what are you gonna be at? He's also, awesome. like him and I were friends since we were three. We talk oh, every oh, fucking man, day. I can't a... not talk about nigga three. You can't someone even that talk. knows me. We went to nursery school together. Oh my god! I went to nursery school. So they learning together. Yeah, we went to nursery school. Just started four thoughts. Yeah, I can't remember the together. At that yeah, time. we stayed you friends know. through college and adults. I have my first tour. Dude's married with two fucking kids, and we still talk every day. And like, we still go on vacations and shit with our boys. So yeah, we're like our high school group is very tight. So, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's lucky. I don't know a lot of people that did. I feel like dudes, and this is a total tangent, but I feel like dudes are more likely to do that than women. And I'm gonna get in so much fucking trouble for that. Hey man, we got hot niggas listening. Yeah, so you, you know what to say because he said he's gonna get in trouble for it. You gotta say. <laughs> oh yeah, the, the 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 thoughts and opinions of our guest is not necessarily like that. <laughs> Thank you. Welcome to our hood film. I mean. Whatever, he's probably right. I don't know. He's, <laughs> he's, he's probably right. in trouble. I was just making yeah. sure, you know, you got to stay ahead of the game. stay ahead of the game. Go ahead with your thoughts, brother. Yeah, I don't know where I was going at that point. Oh, then never mind. I lost, I went on that page and I lost <laughs> yeah. whatever. Uh, never mind, never mind. So Fuck that kid. That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's the submission. But it actually, no, the way you, you mentioned it just made me think of him now. Yeah. And it's actually not that insane. I don't think he would have been that clever. Mm. Um without help from his parents, but apparently his parents didn't even know what he fucking said. Yeah, the parents, yeah. So, yeah, they didn't It seemed know. like they knew a plot, but then they were the really mom, surprised. Yeah, the mom knew he was playing the son. The dad yeah. never cared. Yeah. The mom <laughs> knew he was playing the son. And then, then when they found out the plan, the mom was like, yo, why did you even lie? So I think like she knew he was trying to do something, but she didn't know he was going to go through that lens. Yeah. But she didn't think to ask no questions? Yeah. She just sends his ass to boarding yeah. school right after Yeah, that. yeah, that's that's like, nobody asked the question. Yeah. No, in a real black family he would have got he well, I'm not gonna say he would have gotten in huge trouble, but in some black families, 
he probably would have gotten some trouble. He at least get his genesis taken. I know away. I would have yeah. got in trouble for lying like yeah. that. Yeah, because right, the family really the argument would have sounded more like. So we drove all the way out here for nothing. I mean, it would have just never worked. No, it would have worked. Nah, not there would have been probably one or two family members that wouldn't have shown up in real life. Because everybody showed up. Because they would have been like, ah. That bitch would have left, that cousin. Yeah. She would have run right the the fuck out. Matter of fact, somebody would have told his parents early. They would have been like, yo, did you know about money? Oh, there's some money. Even though he was told to, like, don't tell anybody. The younger and middle sister would have definitely talked. Because they were still close even after that meeting. Right. They definitely wanted to talk with the older sister without a fucking question. But that just showed that everybody in the family was selfish. Yeah. It showed how fucking rotten they were. But that's why he did that. Nobody has a question. But I didn't tell anybody else. That don't make no sense. It's just really funny because, like, that actually is a common thing. when when, Usually it's the father that dies, right? It's usually the patriarch that dies. Money is always an issue. Money and property are problems that come up, you know, in those when in the event that happens. So it was kind of interesting. It was the matriarch that passed away, uh, and she just had like a big fucking pile of cash in someone's TV, like a drug. She should have given it to the oldest daughter. She would have invested that shit. I was just wondering what part of the TV she was able to insert the money into. It's the old ass TV from back in the day. How did the TV not That's still tell a lot of fucking money inside yeah, of the TV. Yeah, that was a lot of money. It was stuff. And those electronic parts were huge back yeah, then. There's a reason like, why those TVs were so TV big. Not- oh, I just assumed the TV wasn't working. No, he was watching it. Yeah. You sure he was watching it? I think, yeah, it was his TV. She mm-hmm. said that he the money was in the back of his TV. But he didn't say he ever watched anything. We never seen him. Well, because we never seen him. So yeah, wouldn't that money fucking burned? <laughs> That's what I was about to say. I, I don't like the money not I think he's so crazy. This is, he's looking at nothing on the TV. And he thinks he's seeing something. Perhaps. Yes. Yeah. He's that level of crazy. Yeah, because that would have been the last episode of Price is Right for him. Yeah. Because <laughs> he would have been just like, show. That's actually the real ending is that they um, they take the money and send his ass to a retirement home. retirement home, that would be grimy, bro. Uh, yeah. Yo. I mean, they were going to be. They were going to do that anyway. He did prove yeah. it in that one scene. When she was like, what are you doing out here? You know, mom is dead, and he just kept talking to her like she was the mother. Yeah, and I think that was a like symbolism to say like you're you're the head now. Yeah, like this is you now. But it's crazy because it was the middle child, right? Not the older one. That yeah, was in there. it was the middle child. So that's even more fucked up. Is but, that even even then the oldest child's getting disrespected? No, oh, it yeah, was a disrespect, but it was to say everybody plays their own part. Yeah, and the oldest child's part was. Sadly, you were Be everyone's bitch. You were the response. Yeah, I mean, in a sense, yeah, yeah. but you're the responsible one. Everybody yeah. who's a responsible one always gets treated like dirt because they're trying to take a commanding role. Yeah, and sometimes it never goes the way they wanted to. But that's like when when yeah. the house was burnt, was going on fire. Mm-hmm. Who was the one that saved them? Yeah, her. it was her. They would have been so smacking fun. rags and throwing yeah. water. She came with the fire extinguisher, just like yo, there's two in the back. What are you like? What are y'all doing? And she wanted to sell it. Yeah, and she was trying to sell the house to get bread. I don't know what the bread was going to go to, but she was trying to make, she was trying to flip it. Yeah. So it was like, she Well, was, that and because she was paying for it. She right. was losing money. She's like, if I'm losing money, I'm like, money. yo, nobody's going to stay yeah. here. Like, get out of here. Like, yeah. I'm going to flip it. So she was like the responsible one where the middle child was more like, I'm the one that tries to keep the family together. That's why her son was the one that ended up being the one to bring everybody together. The third kid, uh, they, they there. They'll keep your hair fresh or whatever. That was her job. She worked at a hairdresser, yeah. you know. 
when he was telling, when the kid was telling her about the money, she was giving him a fresh shape up anyway. So that's just her job to keep you fresh. You know, and there's always one member of the family that keeps you fresh. That's just what it is. And she's the youngest, so now yeah. I kind of forgive her for making that boneheaded decision. I'm yeah, the she was young enough. I've had some yeah. stupid fucking plans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We've all, she's we've probably all made like one. she's probably twenty something. Yeah, we've all made one decision that was. I made a lot. Yeah, not yeah. anything that level of retarded, right. but pretty retarded. Right. So. So this film was a it was a family film. Obviously, well for us it was a family film in the streets and. You know, it was designed to make you feel some type of way inside emotionally. Was there any scene that you felt at least? No, I felt a lot. Like I said, I thought I really felt bad for the lawyer. I really did. Like, I felt like she was just the most understandable person in the world to me because she was. And it's funny because I'm not in her position. I'm nothing like her except that I was a, I mean, I was a lawyer. Mm. Um, But even then, like our lives were taken dramatically different paths. And she was a lawyer in the late 90s, which is a different time to be a lawyer compared to graduating law school after the housing market crisis, mm. right? And, like, I never was on partner track. I'm basically a failed lawyer, and somehow it worked out even better that way. I still have it better than people who are still fucking practicing law, which is bonkers. Like, I, she was probably the top of her class. I was the bottom of my class. Not mm. bottom 10%, bottom 10 mm. of my class. Damn. And at a good school, and I went to Tufts for undergrad, so it's like, oh, okay. yeah, I, I was the, yeah, but I went to Brooklyn Law School, which at the time was a top 50 school, and then it dropped 30 spots by the time I graduated God because damn. of several scandals, and, oh. uh, but, uh, but the people there were smart. They were NYU, Tufts, like whatever grads. They went to good colleges, and they were rich kids, too, um, much richer than me. It was weird. I was a poor kid with rich people, but like, I mean, what's your definition rich. of poor? Like, I, I went to college with, like, Ben Carson's son. Hmm. Yeah, like, I played right. dodgeball yeah. with the dude, hmm. and uh, which is fucking wild. I didn't realize who his dad was in college. But, like, that's the caliber of people I went to college with. And when I was in law school, like, I didn't, like, even though, like, my parents were all I didn't know what Brooks Brothers was. Because I'm, like, easily the most classless member of my family. I'm, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, white, white trash is my spirit animal, without a question. And, uh... <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, I probably. Well, you bought an airport that nobody ever goes to. Is Stewart Airport? Yeah. It's a great airport. Is it really? If you want to save money, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Like yeah. Norwegian Airway is the best way. If you do Norwegian Air through Stewart Airport, it's like an easy trip to Ireland or England or a bunch of other. At least pre-pandemic, it was. Okay. They're probably fucked now, but yeah, they're but they're like fucked. bare bones flights, and it's like, look, if you're willing, to, if you're willing to fly that long over there, you might as well take the bus from Port Authority straight to the airport. Which is like an hour and a half, two hours, and do the red eye. That's the one that kills me. The two hour again, just yeah. But if you're yeah, but I mean, if you're gonna be on the plane for, I don't really want to go to Ireland if I'm being honest with you. Dude, Ireland fucking rules, dude. I highly recommend it. All right. I would recommend go to Iceland if you're single, especially if you're not white and blonde hair, because like the fact that you look different is gonna just you'll just get pussy left and right. It's ridiculous. So Denmark too, because they're all they all look the same. So You're going to Iceland, bro. Wow, wow. Do you feel bringing it me? back? Do you feel like if the movie was made in 2020 or 2021, like let's say they remade it, is there any actor that you feel you'd want to see in this film? I'm really bad with actors. I feel like I, I'm a huge fan of Michael D. Jordan. Um, <sighs> I would just like to that. see him in any role. No wrong with that. My brother shit. My brother would have made the sound same fucking noise you just did. My brother is no, I like Michael B. Jordan. Well, I mean, I, 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 I was a big fan of him in uh, Black Panther, and not the most popular thing. I thought Black Panther was like a standard superhero movie. Mm. I won't disrespect the significance of the movie, but as far as super uh, superhero movies goes, I'm like it was just like any other one. But I really loved Michael B. Jordan in that movie. I thought he was the best part by far in that movie, and he was a believable villain. 
And I, I thought he had some great fucking lines, especially in the beginning when he robbed the fucking museum. I thought he was awesome in that scene. That and was like, funny scene. That, and like, but he was a perfectly justified... I actually was rooting for him over Black Panther. I'm like... Who would you want him to be? I don't care. I just He could be the guy who cheated. He could be the regular. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also just love the Creed movies. I thought both were fucking awesome. He could um, be anybody. Yeah, I, I, that dude rocks. Um, That's okay. Yeah, I don't know the things. I if I I think if you threw out some names, I would tell you whether they'd be great or not. But like the thing is, is that I'm I, I do the same thing with anyone. I just don't know who the fuck anyone well, is. Well, we I always say. Oh, you know who I love yeah. the, the chick from Firefly. Um, she's the co-captain in that. I forget her oh, name. Oh, uh, but she's in a sci-fi. She was in a Star Trek. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she's like Hispanic. But she's Hispanic. But she was also in Suits. I think it's the only Swiss woman's wife in real life. Oh, really? Are they Good married in real life? Crazy. Yeah, I'm right. Yeah. Um, I know you're talking about. She's not. She's not full black, about. but I right. think she could play her role in that. But she could definitely be the lawyer because she was the lawyer in Suits. So I would like to see her as that. I mean. That woman's fucking awesome. Yeah, uh, yeah she's she's yeah. cool. She is. Suits is a trashy show, but I fucking love her in that she, show. She is, she Gina is. Torres. Okay. Yeah, Gina Torres. Yeah, because uh, she was definitely. I was. I suspected she was like part Hispanic, but I could be wrong. I just judged it from the last name. I don't fucking know how names yeah, work. That's, a, that's, a, that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. how it works. So um, she. Uh, but yeah, she's fucking awesome, um, and I think she could have made a good, uh, a good version of that lawyer. Um, that's the thing is if you show me people mm. I'll probably know who they are from something but right. like and it's funny because then I'll know all these details about them but I won't know their name and it just it's weird I'm just like that <laughs> so it takes me a long time to remember people's names um, but I'll remember like 10 things about them and they're the most obscure things ever and then I'm like but I probably need something to hang on to so you try to remember that person <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm just, but yeah, I, I've done this to so many people, and I've mixed up white people, and I always laugh. I'm like, is this racist? But yeah, we've all been there. So. Maybe twenty five percent. I mean, uh, have you ever seen the show Power? No. Oh, okay, because there's an actor on there named um, Omari Hardwick. You know, I think I actually maybe seen a clip, and he like bangs some coworker's daughter out of spite, or like something like that. Uh, maybe. I think so. I don't remember. <laughs> I just remember someone was watching it, and I remember like this guy banged like his his coworker, or, like partners or business partners' daughter to get even with him. Um, but I don't know who it was. Yeah, I don't remember. That's it. That's it. That's it. Was a very like I said, very specific yeah, thing. No, that's yeah, shit. no um, I don't remember anything since season two. He, uh, he, but the actor he looks a lot like uh, Terry's husband. He looks a lot like him. I would recast him for that. And I always say. Uh, Kyle McLaughlin, he could be the narrator, the kid. Okay, and, uh, yeah, that works. Michael K. Williams could be uh, Uncle Pete. We love Michael K. Williams. They work for this, man. Who you got? Zendaya should be Faith. That's all I got. Wow. Actually, if you have you seen Community? Yeah. Oh uh, yes. So I forget her Nothing. name, but the 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 mom. Of the group. Oh, <laughs> I don't think she, yeah. she's too young yeah, to be Big Mama man. because Big Mama is fucking old as shit. Yeah. Right. But if it was made 40 years from now, I think she'd be awesome in that role. It could be done, man. They can age her with yeah, technology. Age is what it is, you know? I mean, she really could be any of the daughters at this point because mm. there's no age on them, right? Mm. Like, So even she could be yeah, the lawyer. There's no real age. You're kind of just playing the guessing yeah. game with everybody. You yeah. Don't, yeah, it doesn't really matter what their ages are if they have kids or not. Time doesn't make sense in this world anyway. I mean, it doesn't. Yeah. Those are not essential elements. Right. Is the thing. So you, right. she. I, mean, I. I just think she was great in Community. I know I've seen her in other shit, and she's been good. But mm. I just I marathoned Community recently, so that's how I remembered. 
She would be great. Um, yeah, she would be great. I know you're talking about. Did yeah. you know that the boys to men song "Mama" came from this movie, or did you? Just I did like, not know that. Ah, I that gets not. everybody. Yeah, <laughs> that gets everybody. So it was a uh, because that's one of the biggest <laughs> mother songs ever made, and nobody really knows unless you saw this film. Right? It was based on this film. It had nothing to do with Mother's Day or nothing. It was just a song they made because of the, the big mom. Yeah. And I I remember, I think the video was like them just walking around or something and they showed like different clips of the kid's mom. Um, obviously, they didn't show like the crazier stuff like her, uh, you know, her getting her leg amputated and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that to me was probably the scene that, like when I remember when I first saw it, that scene... It didn't hit me as a kid. When I got to high school, it did because I had a principal. Uh, um, his name was Orlando Gober. Good guy. He meant well, but <laughs> he had diabetes and they amputated his leg and it made him just like mentally go crazy. Oh, no. That's tough. Yeah, I think that's, that's a tough emotional yeah. thing. You yeah. Know? He meant well. I was able to get out of school, made some good memories, but once he had that leg amputated. Were you a senior by that time? No, yeah. When, uh, when he came back, I was a when I was a sophomore when they emptied his leg, and I was a junior when he came back. Damn! So you had to deal with him for like a two year and a half, damn, you know, or two four years. Whatever. Yeah. Was he insane? Were you just giving out the tensions? Yeah, he was wild. Oh, I'm just oh, hoping yeah. if I ever get amputated, I just imagine some poor bastard amputated taking his anger out on kids. Yeah, you look at me wrong. Yeah. With my stomp detention. Yeah, like years, God damn. Years later, the Sharpens complications it? Uh, com- came back to him. Oh no! So when I seen that part later. Like now, it didn't hit me. When I seen that part when I was younger, I was like, man, that's what happened to him. Like, that that hurts, man. Yeah. That, that really hits you. So, you know, it, it, this movie was, like I said, for the hood, it was like, this was the Thanksgiving default film. Yeah. And he's not getting a Lieutenant Dan leg, like, in Forrest Gump. No. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He no, got a metal, like, thing that they just put right there so that way he can at least stand. Yeah. And it was just like, wow. And that really made you... You, you don't think about it as a younger person, but then you get older and you're like, this is how he went out? Right, I'm going to chill on like, a lot of foods. Yeah. I'm chill on candy. I'm chill on as much as I can, at least. And you're just like, man. And even then, it's like, it might not even be that. You might just have a really crippling leg injury. Right. Yeah. right. It's like, right. well, this is the only way you're going to live. Yeah. Like, and that sucks. So. so even, you know, I know you brought this up before we were watching the movie, but in the, the, the show, The Boondocks, they even brought up it's a straight to the point about how ironic the movie Soul Food is that yeah. the grandmother died from the food she made for her family and then after she died they went on eating the same, the same food, fucking food not even same thinking food. about diabetes yeah. Yeah. but now you think when you watch the movie we just went back to eating the same <laughs> food because this little kid tricked us yeah. into eating the same food because yeah. he's a kid he don't know no better yeah and we all went over this like, yo, we just eating Sunday. Dinner. He didn't understand how justified the adults right. were in hating each other's guts. Yes. <laughs> I promise you, if this was a twenty twenty one or twenty twenty film, they would have came back for Sunday dinner. But the fried chicken would have been like baked. The the greens would have still been there because it's vegetables. Yeah. But at some point, it would not have been so much oil. Yeah, would have been so much oil. Drowning some juice. avocados yeah. in there. It would have been a salad or two. No iced tea. It would have been all glasses of water. It would have just been like a whole different vibe. Because one person in the family would have been like, yo, I can't, man. I, I just... I really don't know how my people haven't died from obesity. Because we eat like just as unhealthy food. South Asian food is greasy and heavy. I don't like it. I don't like Indian food. I'm weird. Yeah, that's funny. But, like, but it's funny because I go to... I haven't been to Pakistan in like 10 years maybe. But like when last time I went... 
they're obsessed with like fast food. KFC is like huge over there. That's like, crazy. And it used to be when fast food first came over there, like going to KFC or Pizza Hut was like a fancy family night out. That's what you did. Well, it's kind of like that. You took your family. You kind of dressed up a little. I missed. I missed going to Pizza Hut as a kid. When I was yeah, in Newburgh, was I had it. It still holds bomb. up. Yeah. I'm sorry. I, I live in New York City of all fucking places. Right. Going home, I got Pizza Hut, and it was just as awesome as I remembered. But um, yeah, if I had to do one chain, it would be Pizza Hut. Yeah. I like the small Domino's. Wow. You have to be fucked up. Um, yeah. I don't. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't eat their pizza. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the cheese sticks. That's yeah, I eat. Much. I like the cinnamon twist. The cinnamon twist is dope. No, um, you you ain't lying though, because I mean I never ate ate it in India or been to India, but I can't say I went to China and I had KFC in China and that chicken was amazing. Yeah, it's, nah, different. it's different. It's different. But it's also oh at least with us, it's even heavier and greasier. I mean, we a lot of us die of fucking heart disease, and that's probably how I'm gonna die no matter what I do. But very dark note. But yeah, I. You know, the, the thing is, is that, like, yeah, I remember eating fast food because, like, fast food evolved in the sense that it didn't get healthier when I came back, like, after no. 10 years. They just have their, now they're like, oh, just eat the local chains. So they have, like, their own local KFC or Wendy's or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking dynamite. Like, it's definitely more catered to local tastes, but it's fucking wild. But it, I also felt so sick afterwards. I felt sick eating anything there, really, but it was delicious in that moment, the fast food. I love Pakistani fast food. I don't give a fuck about our ethnic food, but I do love our fast that food. That's a hot we, take right there, yeah, man. It's, uh, it, it's fucking wild. I would happily die from that shit. So, yeah, um, a, all right. Man. I'll have to take your word for it. Crazy, dude. Word for it, man. Yo. But yeah, eating like shit, that's, that's our tradition too, man. That's all of our fucking weddings and all that stuff. There's nothing healthy about what we fucking eat. Yeah. So. That's, that's what it is, man. Because like you, uh, fried chicken is my favorite of the soul foods. I think my second place would be macaroni and cheese. Oh, then, shit. Yeah, then that might that would be up there, too. I love mac and cheese. And those two Who things doesn't? together is yeah. like, they're not... If I go to KFC, things. I'm getting mac and cheese and mashed potatoes with that shit. Right. So. And, and uh, the way soul food potatoes, is... Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's similar anywhere, but the way soul food is, especially in a black household, it's like the food has to, like... If you're going to make the mac and cheese, it has to be hitting. Yeah. Because if it ain't hitting, we all going to have... People gonna have thoughts, and they might not say it to your face, <laughs> but the faces will be shown while they're eating it. Like, mm. wow, people get passive aggressive with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I always felt like black families are more direct than white ones. So, I mean, the movie, the man gave the food back. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, the food wasn't hitting. The uncle who was very, he didn't talk until the end of the movie. The yeah. great uncle or the uncle, he used to, he would take the food, and, and then this time he just threw it out yeah. Yeah. because it wasn't hitting. It was he didn't care. He's like, I don't care. You ain't gonna see yeah. me anyway. But that's that's how it was. Like Poor Neil even Long even in, like in my family, like we wouldn't tell nobody to their face because it just didn't feel right. So yeah. what you would do is you would eat and be like, mm, who made who made the collard greens? Oh, and what's her name? Huh? And you would kindly just scoot it over to the side of your plate and keep eating other stuff. And then you put a paper towel over it so nobody sees you throwing away the food because nobody wants to offend Oh, anybody. we would do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's similar. White people do that, too. Yeah. No one ever shits on someone's cooking. Yeah. Yeah. But we're, some, we're super non-confrontational. Yeah. So. But sometimes they would just come and tell somebody, like, yo, whoever did the mac and cheese, man, it was good. It just needed a little more cheese. Like, they would just say it's subliminal. It's like a person. <laughs> like, what? Like, no thing. Like, what are you talking about? So, oh, it, 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 it hits like that, man. It's just, that's... That's just what it is, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, we're going to put a cap on it right there, man. Fast, man. Yo, you you made this a fun, 
uh, Thanksgiving episode. I'm glad because I thought I took it to too many tangents there. So. Um, I wouldn't say you did, but you did what people would do at a Thanksgiving table. You brought up stories. Yeah. We, we listened. At no point did I say, yo, we're going to stop him. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's soul food, man. It's we all food. know what it yeah. is. <laughs> if you haven't seen soul yeah. food, folks, try to find it. I guess they want to, I mean, we ain't talk about the cheating. You know about the cheating. The cheating girl, Faith. We, everybody talks about Well, that. for people who haven't seen this movie, yes, we could have went in more detail. But yeah. we don't really want to go into full spoiler mode, folks. We just want to mm-hmm. give you bits and pieces. And then we get our guest reactions and comments or whatever the case may be on it. But, you know, try to find a way to watch Soul Food if you can, folks. It's a, it's a, it's a good film. Yeah, I 100% agree. Even if you think everyone's nuts and there's some cheesy, ridiculous <laughs> moment, it That's actually so is per- It's even better knowing that it's like a timepiece. Right. The yeah, fa- it's, it's aged really fucking cool. well, all that stuff. Like, yeah, all things considering. Yeah. yeah. So You'll enjoy the campiness without mm-hmm. a question, and I, I would 100% recommend it for everyone. There's That's no what's doubt. Up. That's, so. what's up. That's what I'm saying. So it's, it's that type of flick. All the women are bad. The dudes, they're probably bad, too. I don't know. I I still... Maybe the dudes are bad. Even though the lawyer got goons, you know, I still think she was mostly a responsible and decent person. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You got goons, you're responsible. Obviously, I don't know. I thought the women were fine, for the most part. The the youngest one was dumb, but... But She wasn't that dumb. But yeah, but she she stuck by her man at the wedding. She She, wasn't like comedy, She fucking stood up for herself and stuck by her man. And she was trying to help, but she wasn't being selfish when she did that stupid plan. And the middle one did something shitty when they were younger, but otherwise she's been a pretty straightforward mom and wife, like throughout that marriage. And the lawyer, you can knock on her for being too busy and being in a second fail marriage or whatever. But like and not support and her hiring husband. goons that's to so beat up her fucking yeah. sister. I like hiring goons. That's funny. Yeah. yeah, that was funny. Uh, that was hilarious. But she did redeem herself for that, and she got home out of jail. She got his ass she out of jail. It, she rubbed she his face her, in it. She got her cousin beat up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she definitely. Yeah, that's why he was in jail. She turned to stab her other cousin. <laughs> so she was the best character of this film. Really. Yeah. Yeah. She represented everything we wanted in the hood film. Right? Yeah, she definitely was the most. <laughs> it was repressed, person. and then she pulled out all the fucking moves. She pulled out yeah. all the moves we needed. Like yeah. at first, I was like, "This is just really more of a black film than it is a hood film." Yeah. It's definitely. And then film. you're like, at the end of this film, you're like, "If this is Chicago, it must be the South Side because this yeah. is just like." But they crept further north. Yeah. yeah, they're like just below where that bean is. Right, you know, they're right. like just south of whatever that part is. So you would say borderline. Yeah, maybe they're in Wicker Park and it okay. hasn't been taken over by hipsters yet. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's late nineties. Yeah. I've been to Chicago, so. no, that's, <laughs> no, fine. That's, yeah. that's fine. No I didn't live that. there, but I that actually went touch. to a comedy festival there, right. and I didn't realize until I left. I'm like, oh, that was the whitest fucking festival ever. Right, like I, there were a couple black comics there. Like it wasn't. You think there would be more in retrospect, right? But like it, it was crowdsourced too. But they it was mostly white people. Come on, bro! How long yeah. you been doing comedy? Well, it was my first year. And oh, they didn't oh okay, yeah. It's crazy. Oh. I just impulsively like. Oh, this shit gerrymandered too. Don't worry about it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't realize it because I it didn't occur to me until like maybe a year or two later, like subliminally, it hit my head how fucking white those people. They were nice to me, and they were. They were great. I also donated to the Kickstarter for their fucking festivals. They better be. Yeah, you were but in the first year. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was like I had just started comedy, but I didn't, I didn't tell anyone. Shit. I didn't tell anyone there that I was a stand-up. I just went there. I was, and they were like, "Oh, this is the New Yorker that threw money at it." And I, I was like, "I don't want them oh, knowing that I was okay. a comic because I'm like, I'm probably not good." So, gotcha. You gotcha. know, in my head, I'm like, just shut up about it. And it's funny. Like, I met a couple of friends from there that I still stay in touch with, nice. and they laughed. They're like, "Yeah, we." Had, that's just crazy you didn't even mention it and uh and that guy hooked me up with a ton of paid work in minnesota 
So it worked itself out. That money paid back to me in full and then some. Still not worth the investment. Don't do comedy. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, nah, we, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's a man. You know, we appreciate you coming, well, coming to you. We appreciate you okay, doing man. the show for us, yeah. man. And uh, Thanks for hanging out. Nah, so. it's all good, man. This is, this is a holiday oh. episode, so go ahead. Can I uh, plug my Twitter Yeah, man, please. Oh, yeah, we were just about to let you rock. Oh, shit. Please, yeah, yeah, go sorry. Ahead. No, uh, no. Yeah, uh, I, since I can't do stand-up uh, and my show can't record is on high end, maybe I'll bring it back on Twitch. But I'm on Twitch. I play Among Us and Smash Brothers and anything people tell me to play. Uh, my channel is called Chickens with Dickens, but the Twitch, if you look up for twi- on Twitch, it's Chicken W. Dickens. So, chicken and you'll see a picture of chickens reading Charles Dickens' books. So, gotcha. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably the one thing that needs to get censored from yeah. this whole podcast. Oh, no. Nah, you really no, I, <laughs> What does chickens have to do with video games? It has nothing, but I'll explain the meaning after. Fair enough. And you yeah. said your IG and all that? Uh, my IG is uh, the Fassel Alarm. And you'll see a picture of my dog, Mishka. It's a Shiba Inu. And that's also my Twitter as well. So, the Vassal alum. Honestly, my Instagram is just dog pictures. And then my Twitter is just me retweeting you. So, if you're a Bernie supporter or uh, AOC uh, stan, yo, just add me. I'll follow you back and I'll retweet all of your AOC friendly tweets. So, AOC, that's pretty BX. much it. So. Uh, uh, uh. That's so funny. There it is. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, um... So, yeah, folks, y'all heard that loud and clear. Um, and catch us on uh, Welcome to Hood Film on uh, Twitter and Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're trying to work the YouTube thing out. We're going to get there eventually. Hopefully 2021 will bring us some better moves. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, man, only we did it again. And uh, we did it with Soul Food. You know, we did it with Soul, like they said in the movie. We ain't had no food, but we did it with Soul. Hey man, it's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so we gonna have more movies up, up down the bend, but um, we did this for Thanksgiving, folks. Yeah, uh, man, we know we can't really. Y'all might not be able to see nobody. So. Yeah. So just <laughs> hey, so it's real talk. We knocked this out the park, folks. So next Thanksgiving, if there's no Thanksgiving hood films, which we're pretty sure there isn't, don't be surprised if we go back to that gritty, grimy hood film flavors. Okay, so please do not hit us. You up might not have a Thanksgiving next year. Well, I'm not trying to get that far in it. Okay, yeah. <laughs> don't be surprised if you don't hit us up and be like, "Why didn't you guys do this?" No, Soul Food, and every and if anything, this Christmas was like the closest. And oh, I'm probably this saying that movie wrong, but those are like closest holiday hood films we could find outside of Friday after next. So yeah, I really don't want to watch that. Catch us there. We're doing big things. Fast is doing big things. Check us out. We're not going to let the lockdown lock us down too much, but at least we're going to do what we can while respecting the rules and keeping ourselves safe. And we hope you guys stay safe as well and have a wonderful Thanksgiving. This is going to be a very unique Thanksgiving, but we hope that you still have a good one nonetheless. Yeah, don't get too depressed. Don't get depressed. Eat, eat. Make, this should be the year that you should be just like F it all and take the L, eat the fried chicken, eat the mac and cheese. The yeah, nobody's going to judge anybody. This fry, fry yourself up some fish. Or whatever you want to do. Whatever. <laughs> you want to Uber Eats, you know, Pizza Hut, like he said. Hell yeah, do it. Do it. It's still good. It's, it's still as good. awesome as it was yeah. when we were five. KFC, whatever you want to do. And then if you when things get calmer, you take a trip out to China. Trust me. Eat the KFC out there. You're going to be like, what have I been doing with my life? Or just go anywhere outside of America, honestly. <laughs> that too. 
that that's also I feel a fact. Like they're doing it. That's true because I'm sure it is KFC in other countries is probably hitting. Too. I feel like over there they still care overseas. Yeah, I feel like yeah, they care yeah. Here. So like, y'all gonna buy it anyway. We're right. not trying no more. Exactly. Anyway, so we go we go end it there, folks. But thank you guys for listening. Again, have a happy Thanksgiving. And if you voted for Biden, congratulations. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm Marvin Lattimore. Tony Francis. And I'm Fast Along. And this has been another edition of Welcome to My Hood Films. We are off this. Peace.